Well, there you go, Ichi. You got everything you want. You can shut the fuck up now. Happy Halloween. Where, Happy Halloween. Where's my laser X? It'll come out halfway through 2019. It'll be super amazing premium Bandai Tomashi web exclusive apparel exclusive. <laughs> Only one exists. Only one exists. $2,000. Yeah. <laughs> She'll be like, put down the pre-order. <laughs> I'll pay it in increments. No, you'd pay it all up on the front. You, you, you would do a spirit bomb of cash. Just like, stick it to my veins! <laughs> no, no. You just absorb, like, intravenous. Well, boys, I'll be living at the office for the next three months. Ah, you just have bed and everything. That'd be amazing. The sad part is, there is so much for me to do in the day that I could fill that time. Yeah, you could. Well, now that we have a brand new age of figures I want are happening... Cue the roll call! We are live! Connect. Loading. Broadcast. Wielding equipment, the plot, and ire! Bluecaster, Ishida Zazil! Loud and impulsive, Pinkcaster, Lane! Explorer from the unknown, Yellowcaster, Autogar. Broadcasting hundreds of opinions across the world. Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. Oh, Gar, what the hell? Yeah. We said it's a new age, new roll calls. Oh, I f all I heard was age. And I thought... Like, I thought we were going from oldest to youngest. I heard AIDS and then thought of X-Aid, and then I immediately remember how why I hate Kamen Rider. I heard AIDS, and I thought you were just talking about how AG is back. Is AG back? Yeah. Yes. Oh, good for him. Those is back. Welcome to Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. Episode... Blaze, cue the Pokemon. 219. 219? Blaze, you gotta be more prepared for this shit. You gotta be on the ball. It's a new age. Done. <laughs> but yeah, folks, if you heard if you heard in the new roll call, that's right. I am now loud and impulsive, Pinkaster Lane. I'm loyal. What's I'm your... still loyal. All right, it's my cargo because last week was Slugma. But my but my impulsive my cargo. It's, it's the evolved form of Slugma. So it's it's the fluff, the lava snail. It's Pokemon oh, number two nineteen. Right. I've resigned to this bit because I hate fighting it. <laughs> so I got no, confused there. Great. Uh, See? Yeah. But my impulsiveness reflects more on who I am, so I figured I might as well put it in the roll call. And I'm still loud. So it's just the it's just the Samagarasu of Cast Ranger. Samagarasu Tokota. We, we, we got Blue Castle Smash. I'm Pink Stag, <laughs> and Gar's Yellow Owl. If anything, he's the Stag because you have a girlfriend. Well, what would you rather be, Owl or Stag? Can I be stag? He dies first. Okay, pink, <laughs> pink owl. I'm down. I'm down with that. Powell's are my favorite bird. There you so, go. Yeah. Dude, why so, didn't you make yourself burn the first place? Someone. Now we need to. Uh, now you know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna make the thumbnail just a shot of the three of them in the different colors. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. With the caster cats. <laughs> Sandbucket casters. No, with the beetleborg cats. Oh god. Oh. Yeah. No, 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 no. Okay, that's too much. Um. So yeah. yeah who would be Grease, Raven, or Emily? Raven. Actually, Emily. <laughs> Emily would be Be Greece. Because she cares about us she way too much. She cares about us way too much. Wait a minute. Emily <laughs> Raven. 
Uh, Gentoku. Now next week she's gonna be on the show and just be like, Emily, you're our Grace, and she'll be like, what? She'll that, just be some. That sentence requires context, guy. Yes, there's there's Indigo Caster. She's adorable. Oh. Gar's looking at pictures on his phone from Indigo Caster. Yeah, so it's relevant. Because, so fuck you. Because <laughs> just put pictures of Indigo Caster. Uh, there's there's Black Agumon. That's racist. It's, it's Black Agumon. That's racist. Oh, we're gonna start doing Digimon too. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Episode Agumon, Black Agumon. I am okay with that. Let's do Digimon numbers from now on. But you know why? Because there's a lot more Digimon. Wait, wait, Digimon. I think. Wait, Digimon has numbering. Yes. Oh shit. Wait. Overkill would be Bill, and he'd be first to kill the guy. Oh yeah. You're, you're stag. <laughs> you're stag. And Bill killed stag first. <laughs> Well, jokes on him. I get to live a happy life when the show's over. Oh, ouch. Um. So yeah. So we're on the final week of Borgtober. So we're talking about some interesting episodes, pretty much. So this week's topics are Zio episode eight and eight point five, Lupin Pato Ranger episode thirty seven, and wrapping up Borgtober episodes thirty nine, fifty two, and fifty three of Big Bag Beetleborgs. Big Bag Beetleborgs. Yep. Okay. Big bag beagleborgs. Beagleborg. Beagleborg! Big fag fecal matters. Whoops. I came out wrong. Wow. Whoops. Uh, let's go to Zio. Uh, so yeah. So episode eight, the, the second part to the wizard timeline. This episode, I will say, was a lot better than the first one. I guess you could say it was the thank you to last week's please. Yeah, as really. In, as in, please give us a good episode. Yeah, so like, <laughs> we, 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 so the big highlight of this episode was the return of Nito Kosuke, Comrade Beast, and... He was pretty Nito. He, he... he... <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> wow, that really got you. It's amazingly good. No, How did you never think of that? I don't know. <laughs> Because we never, we never, we've never done this show when a wizard was airing. We just right. watched it and then immediately jumped on buying a wizard driver day one of episode one's premiere for one hundred and fifty dollars. That's right. Lane was a rabid toy purchaser even back before we started the show. Oh yeah. Strap in. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Gar was looking at us like one hundred fifty dollars. Jesus fuck. Um, so yeah, no, like Nito, Nito was awesome. Like. Oh, oh good, Ryder Custom made a Pepsi Man. Pepsi Man! For a second I thought that was Ghost Transient. That would have been cool. You could just Oh yeah, Gar, I'm just gonna quickly show you something that you'll probably be Yes, please. For. He was also a Nito burrito. Which is just a burrito of mayonnaise. Grateful ghost. Oh, red watch. Yeah. <laughs> Underwhelming. Well, he doesn't like the red watches, so. Um But yeah, no, Nito Nito was fucking awesome and like I remember it shows that like it reminded me of how awesome of a character he was in Wizard. And you know what I just realized? Mm -hmm. This week's episodes both have a relation to each other. Nito camps out in his tent, and so did everyone in Lupin Pato. Holy shit, that synced up well. What, was this like National Camping Week in Japan or something? Fucking it might be. Happy National Tent Day. Last week. Yeah, <laughs> sure. What go pitch a tent, kids. Yeah, go camping. Wait. Hey, camping's fun if you do it right. So is pitching a tent. I'm mature. Oh, you really are. 
Um, but yeah, I love that we get a shot in the first part of the episode of them uh, with the ride watches sitting on the fucking Dizer thing. And still no one is like talking about what this thing is or where it came from or why we're using it. Yes, also while you guys are here, listen to the new newest episode of Radio, or Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger. The Gridman Extra Thick Power Hour. It's quite good. I, I talk about fucking Rika's thighs the entire fucking episode. Guest starring Redcaster. Yeah. Hello, anime! Extra thick! <laughs> Extra red. Go check out the Gridman anime, it's good. Or what I call the Gridman anime. Go watch it, it was okay. <laughs> well, until you started doing notes and you're like, Oh my god, it's such well written. Yeah, it's still shit. You're shit. You're shit. Uh, yes, I have, joined, I, have, I have joined the cult of Rika, and I'm very happy to be a part uh, of that group. Which I call the Recult. Total Recult. <laughs> <laughs> Can this episode just be called Ichi fucking Owens Puns Day? No, no. Oh. Don't, don't, that's, it gives him his power. <laughs> don't encourage him. I'm fueled by hatred. Um, so, oh yes. So, um, updating on the Waz Wagamo counter, he has said at this episode a whopping, I'm getting there, a whopping six times, which brings our count up to 17. Yep. So in eight episodes of the show, he's already said 17 times. Yep. Like, six, like, like after, like a sentence after sentence, he like, fuck, kept saying it. I'm like, goddamn, but... Can I just say, Sogo was a badass this whole episode because he was just like owning, not taking any of Waz's bullshit. He's like, hey, I you need, work, I you need work a thing done. Oh, Waz, come, servant. Hey, hey, you work for me, right? And you'll do anything for me? Yes. Then fuck you, I'm doing whatever I want. Uh, uh, yeah, um, like there's a shot of him like hanging out and he turns on a faucet for some reason and lets it run. And he's like, I don't like you playing nice with the other it's children. The, it's the flow of time. Ooh. Well, well, he, he was he was probably doing it to damper, like damper, like the conversation. Yeah. And 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 Sogo just turns to him. I'm your Wagamao, right? Then Wagamao, go fuck yourself. <laughs> and look. No, because like. Well, cause I, like I stumbled over that joke, but you Waz go fuck yourself. Well, because like yeah, Waz will follow him, but he, he this episode showed like proved enough that like he's trying to like Sogo is a fucking tactician. No, no, no. he knows what he's doing, and he will manipulate everyone yeah, around him. Because Waz is trying, even to, in the although it is in the pursuit of genuinely good ideals. Yeah, so like Waz is trying to manipulate Sogo into like gathering the the ride watches, but then like later on, Sogo just like goes like, hang on. Uh, was <laughs> yeah yes Wagamo you're looking for the ride watch it's just like Gates right why Mimi's got a plan do, do, do. <laughs> yes <laughs> I love what about Mimi and, and yeah Changeling Rider in our chat fixed my joke Wagamo go fuck yourself oh yeah quickly Rider Custom show us what you got you say you have something special for show us show me what you got no don't we do not reference Rick and Morty on this show um but yeah, I love how Gates, at the start of the episode, he decides to go hunting for Beast. Because, haha, hunting. And then, and then literally, Nito just goes, hey, looking for me, right? Hi. Why do you have ride watches? Oh, are, are these were what they're called? I, I generally have no idea why. I, I, I thought they were coasters. <laughs> for my, for my, ma for my mail! Although, <laughs> I... You first. 
I, I did prove on social media earlier this week that a can of Pepsi fits neatly into the slot on the weapons oh, okay. where the ride watches go. I so was going to make the joke that in in one of the Hamilton Power Ranger comics, Kimberly actually used her morpher as a coaster. <laughs> and she lost it in her room. And she's like, oh, right, I was using it as a coaster. What the fuck, Kimberly? That's it. No more. Yo, Malfa isn't even good enough to be in my Sentai, but it might make a good coaster for my drink. Her. Um. But yeah, just like I love that. Just Sogo was just like owning his shit the whole time, and just I not, want more. Of not that. taking bullshit from anyone. Sogo is finally interesting. I want more of it. Yeah. Yes. No, Thank it, you for it, making him interesting. It, it's great. Wait, who's Sogo? Zio. Oh. He's been bland up until now, and now he finally raised. Oh my god, this guy does whatever I want. I'm gonna ride him like a fucking bull. Like it's amazing. Like he's in he's in the clock shop or whatever like that, just talking to Gates, and then he's just like, "What was? I know you're there. Come down, please." And he's just like walks in there. Ah, you 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 found me out. <laughs> I've been I watched you. You got this, me. I watched you this whole time. I watched you bathe and sleep. <laughs> I know you're there. I know you're there. Pick up the watch. I know you're there. You didn't believe me. Well, I was quoting uh, Down to Earth. Chris Walker, maybe I should show you that. It's really funny. Although it is funny when you think that Waz is probably watching Soga while he bathes and sleeps. <laughs> Would you like me to watch behind you? He knows when you're awake. He'll ride watch you until you... He's die. trying to make you bad from good, so be good for Ryder's sake. For Ryder's sake. No, so be good for Oma's sake. Ha! I win. Common Rider Zeus <laughs> is here. I'll work on it. Yeah. Um, I, the funniest thing is that the fact that the name of the episode is Beauty and the Beast 2012. Fuck you. Well, <laughs> well it, was kind of, it, it was kind of like a thing where, like, it, it's funny. Like, because it's the about whole thing Beast and Soup being Sleeping Beauty. <sighs> yeah. Junichiro makes a joke about no, that. Soup, soup was just simmering from uh, this episode. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. Like, she wakes up, and I'm like, oh, look, soup's done. <laughs> Ding! Soup's on! Ding, soup is done. Ding, soup is done. No soup for you! <laughs> and still I lie awake, wondering about the soup that got away. That's gonna be, no, that's gonna be the title of the episode, the, like, the episode of, like, soup goes missing or dies or something like that. It's gonna be no soup for you. <laughs> and it'll just be, like, a picture of Oma Zio with, like, the soup Nazi's face over him. I, Fucking... actually, met, I actually met him. I went to the the shop that was filmed for the soup kitchen. Yeah. You know what I noticed about this episode? The stagehand who is the one who proposes to the boss lady and the boss lady themselves are not given names in either of these episodes. Yeah, because they're not. But like, it's about like despite so, how involved so, they are. Someone was trying to teach another wizard. Oh, just just confess your feelings to her, giving up the courage. And I'm like, you don't even know if she's interested in you. Like, you don't even know her name. Well, she probably does. It's just like no it, one says it. Well, no, it's like it's like me with my like my boss. Like I, her name's Aisha, but I just I my nickname for her is Boss Lady because like I call her Tanya. <laughs> sure, but no, I just call her Boss Lady all the time. I call her replacement. <laughs> I call her recast. <laughs> I call her not getting a proper ending. <laughs> they call her non-canon. Oh, G Gates, Gates was continuing to be douchey McDouche, just being like, "Fuck you, 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 you put soup in danger. Fuck you, you save soup myself." Why are you fighting so hard to help this one guy be happy? He's not gonna be in any more episodes. 
Why are you trying to save Sue by yourself? Fuck you! Why does he wear the ring? Was it? Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, and then yeah, we got like a footage where like when like we go back to like 2012 and like another wizard's created again. Like I don't. Well, and we just get more explanation. Yeah, we get more explanation for it. Just like then, how they've been doing. And then we. Just... And it's really weird. They never really explained why Wool is the one to create another wizard, but Aura is the one managing him in 2018. And then we see like a clip of like wizard uh, in lizard dr- or water, water dragon fighting Phoenix, and then like I'm like, hey, it's my boy. He's about to finish him, and then he like disappears from the timeline because Phoenix never happened. Now, yeah, and, and then and, and Har- just... the Haruto because we don't. It's not his actor. It's just standing there and then just fucks off. Yeah, and he's wearing like a hobo coat or something. Yeah, because without being a magician, what the fuck else is he doing? Soccer. Soccer. Except that got... That went south for some reason. Yeah, well, it's because I couldn't think of anything good for Haruto for what he originally used to be before he was wizard. He sucks. (laughs) Yeah, so then he just like... Yeah, we don't see his face, but he's just like, hmm, hmm, okay, what am, I, what am I doing here? Well, at least he wasn't in, like, another country or something. I like was that. hoping that would be the case, but, like, <laughs> we're going back to 2012, which was during the show, so. So, so then, uh, Sogo, so, so then, like, Waz was trying to convince Sogo to, like, go back to 2012 and grab the Wizard Wire Watch. He's like, no, fuck you, I'm staying here. I'm, like, I have, an, I, I have a plan. And I have to make this guy smile. I'm being exit. <laughs> Sogo has a plan. <laughs> What about Sogo? So meanwhile, Gates goes back to 2012 and stops another wizard right after he's done making entire fucking buildings disappear. Yeah, because he's like ca- he's like counting himself. He's like, ooh, what do I can do? And, uh, oh, but first he has to camp out with uh, Beast and wait for the memories to come back. That was funny. And we get and when when he when another wizard gets defeated by Zeo, the memories come back to Beast, and he immediately fucking flips Gates onto the ground and henshins into Kamen Rider Beast. It's good to see you again, buddy. Yeah, no, it was great. And then he wait, was. Wait, just... did, did he do the whole hang? Yeah, she, she, yeah, yep. the whole shebang. Oh yeah, everything. They fight for like two minutes, and then he's like, "Wait, you passed the <laughs> test. Stop." Okay, okay. <laughs> and did he, did he go hyper? No, no, just normal form. Yeah. Uh, he gives him the wizard watch, but not the beast one. He's like, bitch, I'm keeping mine. But I got my own merch. Oh, but, that's, what? you know what? Never mind. That's Because I was about to question, I'm like, wait, wasn't like the beast driver destroyed? But then I'm like, no, he got it back in the Gaim wizard movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he made another deal with the Chimera. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> so the beast that we saw in Zeo. It was 2018 Nito. Yeah, it was 2018 Nito. Then whatever happened to the kid that he was, that, like, his apprentice? Oh, like the, the, the kid he, like, learned to ride a bike from? Blue Mage. Oh, eh. Oh, yeah. Probably just... Well, that timeline got erased, so... Yeah. Then that how... kid went off, went up to do other shit. How would... Rider Custom did Zeo Rogue Armor. Oh, that's awesome! Bam, bam, bam. Not bad. Um. So yeah. So Sogo decides to like be like, okay, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna fight another wizard in the past or in the future, and then or in the present time, and then Gates is gonna fight him. Thing. So Nito just like hands him the wizard watch, wa- ride watch, and then he's like, what about the beast boy? He's like, eh, you just fuck you. You just need that one. Yeah. So I guess he just wanted to keep like a memento of himself, right? Um, and then, yeah, so we proceed to get the debut of Comrade Gates' wizard armor. Ooh, it's pretty! So, 
again, I will state with uh, other than the cape things, that form is fucking gorgeous. I like the capes. No, I don't like the little capes. Really, cape get things. it? They're made of his rune, the magic circle. Mm hmm. I love it. It's Gates's best form, and I want a figure out of that. Not fucking Genmu armor. Despite how awesome Dan is, that form is ugly. I'm sorry. It doesn't even have the hammer hands to make it more awesome to make up for the ugliness. Mm-hmm. But I gotta say, the, the henching form was kind of underwhelming. Like, I was expecting to see, like, the, the, the wizard armor. armor go, like, it's showtime, like, pose or something, and then it just kind of, like, formed, like, the magic circle, and then they just appeared out of nowhere and then formed on the Maybe they'll do it next time. I don't know. Blaze brings up a good point. Genmu armor should have chainsaw hands, because the bug visor. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Uh, the, the bug visor visors? Yeah. <laughs> The buggle buggle visor. <laughs> um, yeah, so then they both, like, uh, it was really funny, like, uh, we see, like, Sogo go for the armor, and then, like, another wizard uses, like, a water attack on him, and it, like, splashes water, and you just see Sogo, like, ah! <laughs> Oh, earlier, when, when, uh, in, when they're in the tunnel, and, uh, another wizard attacks the boss lady, uh, Zeo steps in, and another wizard immediately basically pisses himself because he turns himself into liquid and bales. Mm. But yeah, so Gates wizard armor fights 2012 another wizard, and uh, Zeo Forze armor fights uh, 2018 another wizard. And at the same time, they do their hisats, which uh, for wizard is uh, he does Zakuri cut wizard Zakuri cutting first, which. Turns his Zekon Zax with a giant energy axe. Yeah, no, that was fucking sick. I like he was just going, like, uh, just making it bigger, like Wizard Infinity. So. And then he does Strike Time Burst, which creates a giant foot, which is great because Wizard had the big ring. Bigger. And it's funny because it relates to Forze as well, because as Forze is doing his T-Sots at the same time, Wizard's attack is a giant foot, which is one of the switches that Forze had. Yep. So, haha, <laughs> correlation. Yay, giant foot. <laughs> So, so that was really cool. So they cooked the monsters and he's dead and bam, soup's done. <laughs> She's like, huh? Um, and then we get like this really fucking mindfucked thing where uh, Sogo like goes with Wazzy. He's like, hey, you have one of those phone things, right? And so he hands him it and then he lets Give me your phone. So then he <laughs> tells modern day high, present time high say to talk to past high say and tell him not to do the things he was about to do. He, he just tells him, man the fuck up and go confess your love already. Even, even if it's pointless. <laughs> and pointless it was, because even after it happens, we didn't really see anything change. No. So, like, overall the wizard arc was meh. Wasn't anything s super special. It was just like actual wizard. Very flashy and pretty, but really didn't amount to much. Holy fuck, yeah. <laughs> Wow. That's kind of hollow. Ooh. Kara likes Wizard. I like Wizard. Wizard was my first show. Yep. Like, that was currently airing. Everyone so. likes their first, no matter how bad it is. You, Emily. <laughs> oh my god. Now I'm just saying, because I'm laying down on the couch while reading some old Marvel comics, like Golden Age stuff. And now I'm just thinking of Wizard. I'm like, can you imagine if, like, he was laying on the can ground because, like, he got, or he got knocked down by a phantom? And like just like like the phantoms about to attack him, he's like, see ya and that's like puts his hand on the belt, like, Telepool, please. And he just like he literally just goes through the ground. I'm still waiting when we go when we go to Ghosts when we go to Ghost's World, 
or a timeline. We better get the back <laughs> clock. We better get the back clock. No, we better get Onoma Tenkuji Takuri. Just the back clock wallpaper as they're going through time. Yeah. Well, we already know Tenkuji Takuri is going to be in it. So. Yep. Well, we know Decade and Ghost are storylines are going to merge. That's fine. Apparently. That's fine. I'm going to get my boy Sukasa, so that's all that matters. But yeah, after the fight, you just see Nito walking off, and no one really ever addresses whether or not the ride watches were handed to him. Oh, God, that's awful. Looking. <laughs> he doesn't star, need right? the cape thing. No, I like it. No, you don't Ru need the cape thing. Runic wing capes? I love it. Oh, I love that. God, no. Take those off, and it's fine. No, I like it. Uh uh. I actually he, like it. He needs more black. Put it on fucking Waz. Welcome, the beast. <laughs> Maybe that, that's gonna be my joke for the rest of the series is putting Wagama into anything. That was Demon a super beast. Wagama fail. Well, the title for this week's extra was Wagama Laser. Have a Wagama Orning. Super Wagama Rangers? That's a Super Wagama win. Wagama win. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. That's a um, Super Wagaman. So yeah, and then we get a little sneak peek into. Oh yeah, and then Waz is like pissed off. He's like, "You didn't inherit Wizard's power, fucking Gates." Wagamao did not inherit Wizard's power, except the fucking Wizard Watch is right there. He could just pick it up and use it. No, why are you angry about this? He, he can use it. He didn't inherit it from Wizard. Uh, in, he, Who cares? The process happened the same. He could use the Wizard Watch at any time. But I did like. What are you gonna do? Sneak his watch onto your belt? I did like the fact that Sogo, um, Sogo, uh, was like, what is it between you guys? Like, are you friends or something? And, like, what was like, once we were? Just fuck already. <laughs> Again. And then, uh, like, he starts talking about, oh, I wonder what's gonna happen in the next area, the timeline they're gonna go to. And then we get a Q cut to Dan Kuroto just sitting, lying back on his computer chair, holding Dangerous Zombie, just going, flicking the button. <laughs> Yeah, so next week same red foot with time noises. So next we're getting next week we're getting Dan Kuroto O, another O's, Gates Genmu Armor, and Izzy! 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 Oh god, Ankh Ank is probably not back though. No. Oh no, he he did. <laughs> proof, proof 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 he still hasn't found him yet. Found a way to revive him. No. Well, the timeline's gonna get erased, actually! Oh, yeah. Oh, no! So, wait, so does that mean just- They'll never be reunited! No, 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 no. That just means that Ankh is just sealed away. Because that just means the events of O's never happened. Oh, that's- that yeah, yeah, so, like, the king and everything in ancient times still happen and stuff. Just Ankh and the rest of the greed are just sealed away. Well, but no. yes, as Changeling Rider is mentioning in our chat, I'm looking forward to a goddamn good explanation why he still has a gashet if the exit timeline got erased? I don't know. It's hard. It's, it's Dan who gives a fuck. He probably planned for this. Just like he planned for everything else. Also, how. As fucking Go Rider showed us. Also, how is he alive when he died at the end of Gambit Laser? He, he got an extra life. Well, I guess maybe if the exit timeline was erased, that means he never died. Exactly. So, there you go. So. If Exe never happened, this is what he would he would have just actually created Gashes anyway. <laughs> Became a king. I actually like that idea. There you go. Yeah, if, he just would have if, still made the gamer driver if shit. If Exe never happened, Dan would have still created this shit. Yeah. 
Dan still made a successful corporation, which he, according to the plot of the next episode, he turned into a nation. Like a micronation. Like a micronation. I'm excited. Wow, fucking Dan. Jesus. And another O's looks fucking badass. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so 8.5. So it's just literally Gates and Nito the whole time, and it's adorable, and like they're talking about time paradoxes. They're addressing the fact that no one gave him the two ride watches that turned into Wizard and Beast. Yeah, and Gates, uh, and Gates is like, oh, I went to the past and gave him to you. When? I, in the future. Yeah. In the future, I went back to the past and gave you the ride watches so that in the future, which is my present, you can give them to me, and then I can go back to the past. Yeah. So fuck you. <laughs> I like mayonnaise. Then, did you know that? Yeah, and then what's really cute is like Nito, like he pretended he did like a whole copy of the, the did, beast pose, but he's like he's like this is for all the few beast fans out there, and I'm just like, but he did the actual engine in the episode, so why did we need this? Because it's it's, he a, would, he, it's, it's a parody. A, it's the same thing, only without the actual driver, and then he supposedly transforms, but he's all off screen and chooses the taxi. He did a kick strike. God damn it. O's Tarjador Ride Ranch. Yep. We talked about that. It's cool. It's a DX one, too. <laughs> and then he pulls this, the shit I knew they were going to do. Like, oh, Kimira's hungry. He's going to eat you because you're a gate. Gates. And then he just fuck. cuts back to Waz going, Gates. Gates. Gates and I. Hey, Gates. No, no. Can't do Patrick Warburton. They actually flash back to 1.5, so like Ooh. all of these 0.5 episodes are in their own side canon. Ooh, there's a birthright watch. Yep. Happy birthday. Oh, it's dead. Oh, grateful. That's a natural thing. Yep. Oh. Zio. Alright, so yeah, that is Zio. Yo, cook, sit up! Not as good as the last few episodes, but I thought this was pretty funny of an episode. Oh, oh wait, episode 36. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, while you're talking about that, I'm going to get a bowl of ice cream real quick. It, I actually feel like ice cream. It was very okay. bad. <laughs> I know, random. Like, even though it was a Sakia focus episode, I found it to be... I'm embracing my new roll call. Fuck you. <laughs> I found it to be a bit uh, okay for an episode. But this episode was a lot more intriguing, more or less just for the villain. It, like, really showed that freaking, like, Kyrie, like, it's established now, like, it's no fucking surprise Kyrie, to anyone. Kyrie has problems. He, he, he's, no, but he sees so much of his older brother in Keichiro, and Keichiro's trying to do the same shit that his brother was trying to do to him, and Kyrie's hating him for that. Oh, I will You're not my foster brother. You're not my real actually, brother. Actually, I will say another thing about episode 36, quickly. For that gangler to be their top scientist, wow, did he get his ass kicked. I mean, clearly the ganglers are not excelling in science. You ain't my Annie Key. <laughs> you aren't my really. But yeah, just, just the best thing that happened in the episode was probably before the opening, where, it just, where like, the gangler just shot all of them. They all go Oh my god, flying. that was so fucking but, funny. Like they could... He shoots the go-home beam at them, and they just go... Uh, uh, no, like, you could... You could say, oh, why didn't they... Like, to save money, they could have, like, just 
Teleported them? Yeah, instantly transformed them back. But no, there's <laughs> shits and giggles. Yep. You see them be like force pushed. And one or two of them me. even try and like hold on to a roof as they're going. <laughs> and then they just get swept the cage, into the sky. A cage or it's just like, why am I home? <laughs> and then you just have Sakia just land in his room. I like that Tsukasa just landed on her bed with her stuffed animals. And she's yeah. like, oh, Pigeon, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's like, oh, stuffies. Okay. Um... But, like, yeah. No, no, the Fallen Emperor's new group. I told you, I didn't order a giant trampoline. <laughs> just you should have told me before I set it up. <laughs> um, so, Keijiro continues to be the best character, because we find out he lives at the base. <laughs> he lives at the HQ. Yeah, he lives in, in the, dorm, dorm. the dorm section of the HQ. Of Which he completely moves out of in the pursuit of justice. Oh my god! Yeah, no. For justice! Like, rips up the contract, moves all the shit out, gets the tent and a backpack, and just camps. Yep, and just brings his tent everywhere with him. So then when he gets hit with the beam, it doesn't affect him. You fucking madman! No, Keitro is best character. But it was kind of sad that when Kyrie got hit, it did nothing. It's like, oh, Kyrie doesn't think of the diner as his... As a home. Right? No. That poor bastard. Kyrie's homeless. Kyrie's... I got no place else to go! <laughs> but yeah. The, 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 it's kind of a literary gag because Kyrie has no Kairu basho. Hmm. Yes. That is the gag. I have been your scientist. Thank you and good night. <laughs> good job. But the funny thing is, the name of the goddamn gangler is Yadoga Go Home. Yadoga Go Home. Oh. Yadoga Go Home! Dog Go Home. Go Home to Ganglers. <laughs> oh, yeah. At one point, they managed to get him to hit himself with his own Go Home beam, and he just goes flying into the sky, too. <laughs> that was King great. Rockets blasting off again. <laughs> So then we get this funny plot, side plot, kind of, that's like really funny where Keitro ends up running into Tomo and Yumika and they're both camping out. And so he's like, wait, why are you guys here? Oh, Yumika's like, ah, oh, we got into a fight with Kyrie and he kicked us out. And Tomo's just looking at her like, fucking stupid bitch. <laughs> Guess she really did need that collection piece that improves intelligence. Yep. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> wait, there's a collection piece that... That was last week. The, the crow dude. Oh, no. was it? Yeah. I didn't even notice. Kyrie makes a comment that Umika can use it. And she's like, yeah! Wait, what? Fuck you! Wait, what? What? Um, but yeah. So, like, does... That's a good question, though. Like, who owns the Bistro, really? Kogre. Probably. Probably. Or they rent it out. Yeah. Um, so yeah. They all come up with the same plan, that they're going to camp in tents so that they won't be affected by their go-home beam. And with Kyrie and Keichiro, they are they end up unaffected. Yep. So, because of a series of miscommunications and lies, Keichiro ends up believing that Kyrie has some sort of deep-seated trouble. Which, I mean, he does, but not for those reasons. Like, you want, he actually brings his tent into the bistro where Kyrie is by himself... And then he pops up his tent, sets up his little camping chair, which is hilariously shorter than the chairs in the cafe. And he has a moment that boils down to effectively, let's wrap, slugger. 
What's bugging you? <laughs> and Kyra's just like, fuck you. You didn't close the fridge all the way. Oh. My bad. Kyrie effectively tells him to fuck off. Yep. I'm going so far as to actually shove him when he tries to get intimate. I mean, the joke just like, that's just a solid police officer, you're under arrest! Bad touch! That's my purse! I don't know you! Let go of my purse! I don't know you! Back off, get your own Sentai. Again. <laughs> I love that commercial. Um. Yeah. I, I, like, Kyrie and Toma come home the next morning after camping, and Kyrie's like, I had to stay awake all night to make sure he wouldn't find anything. And Umika's immediately like, Oh god, he was in my house touching my stuff! Sure he was. And Toma doesn't come clean that it's his fault that he come that Keitro comes came to talk to him. Because Toma told Keitro, if you're interested, go fucking ask him yourself. Oh yeah, maybe I will. <laughs> Man, Toma, Toma just continues to be a dick. Yeah, I'm kind of sad. Yeah. But anyways, the next day happens, and we get Patron Ichigo Hiker, which I'm calling. Also Lupin Blue Hiker and Lupin Yellow Hiker. Yep. But yeah, so they run into Go Home again, and he's like, Oh yeah, Ponovan, come help me! Oh, wait, you brutally fucking murdered them yesterday, and I don't get a new squad. Fuck. <laughs> That was funny. You killed my soldier. I don't have any more budget. What? What happened? Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's happening. Oh, That's going to be sorry. weird. So they have to voice their characters twice? Yes. Whoa. Dumb fucks. Um, yeah, so basically it boils down to uh, Patronichigo uses Geki Taiho, but Lupin X swoops in and steals the Geki Chopper henchin device. Yeah, he like, literally stops fucking Lupin Red and he's just like, I'll do it. He's like, no, no. He, like, stay the fuck where you are. I'll get it. I'm a police officer. I can handle this. So Geki Taiho destroys Go Home. Gosh reuses him. And I love it. As he's growing giant, I just want him to say, now I will send you all home. <laughs> the entire planet will go home to their beds. <laughs> And then we get fucking not only Emperor Dick Gun and Pat Kaiser, but it goes all the way up to Cluster Fuck Kaiser. Yay! And fuck it, put Splash and Magic on it too. Yeah. Even they're wondering. It's like, wait, why? Why do we form the Ultra Zord? Mm-hmm. Apparently, it was Kyrie's idea. But Kyrie didn't ask for it. It was just. Well, he was talking to Goody, and he was like, "You want to get stronger, right? Then we gotta make CFK." Mm-hmm. I'm so glad we saw it. Let's microwave. Sorry, our appliances are beeping. So anyways, they kill the monster and they all have issues. Whatever, we'll get it sorted later. So next week, apparently there is a Lupin collection piece in space. We get to see our boy Frieza Amigo again, finally. Yeah, what the fuck? Where the fuck is he been? Uh, in space? I don't know. And also, we get the Siren Striker... And the debut of Lane's favorite new form, the Super Looper. Fuck off! The no. Super Looper? No, 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 it's fucking. I'm so mad! The Super Looper! <laughs> He's gonna throw you for a loop. Because the Super <laughs> Looper's thieves are gonna catch me. I'm so mad. 
<laughs> like they always do. I don't know where that's from. Super Trooper. Oh, I don't know what that is. Mamma Mia. I don't know what that is. It's a musical. Anyways, this episode was really good. I actually didn't Just... know what Mamma Mia is, but the others I didn't. Oh, oh. ABBA. I know that. Okay, that, ABBA. <clears throat> Super okay, Looper. Yeah, that was good ice cream. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, probably the best thing about the episode was the uh, was the gangler. The gangler. Yeah, he was a weird. The, the Kyrie stuff was. Eh. He's angry. Yeah, like it ends, it ends with just him brooding outside, being like, "Oh, he's gangry." Um, yeah. <laughs> like I'm like, why do you? Why <laughs> yeah, do you shaking his head? Like, why do you not like help, having like people help you? Because Keicha reminds him of his brother, and also well, well, he's trying to kill him. Well, because last time people. Because the last time someone tried to help him, he died. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's it. He, like, doesn't want anyone to get close to him so they don't die. <laughs> yeah. Um, he doesn't want any Well, then he shouldn't have teamed up with two other fucking people. Well, it's not... it, that was more out of necessity. Yeah. Mm, that's true. It's, a, it's like the it's like Eric from Time Force. It's like, <laughs> we're not your enemies. You're not my friends either. Although there have been moments of emotional weakness for Kyrie over the series. The writers just don't know what to do with him. Well, it's Ma- a Sentai. Do you want we don't to, have to think too hard. Do, do you want to make him a lost puppy? I sure. like puppies. But then he'll die next time Kaiba smiles. <gasps> what the fuck? <laughs> Thousand dead puppies. Mokuba. Alright. And let's get into our featured topic. No. 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 Finishing off our month of big Borgtober Borgs. Borgtober. Borgtober. Big Beetleborg. Big Bang. Attack. The show sucks! No. Um, so we're talking about episodes 39, 52, and 53. Oh, uh, 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 I wasn't here last week. Can I talk about the last three episodes? You, you want to tell us your thoughts on the white? Yes. Blast the Beetleborg! Josh. <laughs> yeah, J- Josh. 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 Uh, but yeah, uh, first episode, or like the fourth episode of the six-parter, I found it to be very funny with Flabber and Josh. Uh, fifth episode, I like the Mega, like the Mega Blade for Mega Blue Beetleborg. Yeah, the Mega Blue Beetleborg. Let it be known that Lane is holding and delicately stroking the Flabber doll we purchased. That is creeping, Lane. That is nightmare fuel. That is Flab test. <laughs> <laughs> it is in fact flabtastic. Then uh, go back to what you were doing. And then the sixth and final part was okay. It was just okay. Yeah, n- nothing spectacular. <laughs> Like not like Spider Man. No. <laughs> However, eh, quite possibly uh, boring. I also find it odd how Josh just vanishes after the six parter. There you go. There you go. That's maybe, what I was saying last week. Horrible ass hair. After that episode, like they treat it like he's gonna be sticking around, even just as like a buddy to help out with everyone. But he is gone the next yeah, episode. Yeah, Never seen, heard from, or mentioned for the rest of the franchise. Like that Not once. And, and then afterwards, freaking uh, Roland's dad vanishes. No, I made note of this. That change happened in the middle of last week's episode. Because the second op- er, episode, uh, third, er, 30, 
He's just removed from the opening completely. Yeah. And you know why? I, I think I know why. Remember how in the third episode from last week, the delivery guy who's complaining about the dad being overdue on two bills? I think the dad just fucking bailed! Well, no, they mentioned in the episode when his mom takes over the shop that he got a better job. Yeah, that's what they say. At, like, where they make the Beat of War comics. Urbana City? Yeah. Then why do we never see him working with Art Fortune? Exactly. I think he just got, uh, I think he bailed and then was picked up by the police for tax fraud. <laughs> too much of, uh, no, it's ch- chili, if you know what I mean. Which is <laughs> odd, though, because he does appear in the Christmas episode. Which is canon? Well, well like, it it just confirms that the Christmas episode was probably filmed I'll be home way, for way Christmas. before, like, he left the show. But we get their mom. Abby. Who is definitely not Michelle Obama. <laughs> she just like Michelle Obama. Michelle, come here. They're doing an impression of me. They're doing an impression of me. <laughs> they, made, they made comics after me. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, You're eight. One other thing I noticed after watching last week's episodes, even though Josh was in the show for a total of six fucking episodes, they never once added him or the white Beetleborg to the opening. No. And that fucking disgusts me. <laughs> well, good to know you love Josh well, well, so much. Well, well, no. Well, Ichi has a fair point. Before the mom even becomes a full-time character, she shows up in the opening. Right? Like, it, like legit, next episode, she's in the opening. Josh doesn't even get to be in the opening. No, because he was a minor character. Minor character? He was... I mean, he was a minor. Yeah, I'm sorry, I just didn't give a shit about Josh. <laughs> but then, but, but we all can just agree on as to why characters didn't stick around on Beetleborgs. It's no damn good. Well, besides, Not enough stock besides that, and aside from that, it's a Bond Entertainment in which they are not unionized. Which brings us to the first episode we're talking about today, episode 39. AKA the one where they changed Joe's actress. So Joe's, wow. Joe's original actress has stated Shannon that, Chandler. Yeah, she has mentioned that she did leave the show to go do Casper, a spirited beginning. And since, you know, the the company that made the film was unionized, Savon isn't. So she could so she was in contract with the new agent with the new agency, which means she could never do Beetleworks again. You must never film Beetleborgs again! <laughs> Which apparently she even went to go on to mention that the agency despite, like, de- just straight up despised, like, Saban Entertainment because of just. How, I mean, I know Saban himself is a giant asshole, well, but. Like, just the company itself was just a giant cheap, a giant cheapskate. Well, I mean, they're making shows based on stock footage, so. Yeah, but when Austin St. John says, I could make the same amount of money at working at McDonald's while being on Power Rangers, that's a problem. Yeah, and that is a problem. And you want to know the worst part? Even though Saban Entertainment went down this year, they were still not unionized. So basically, if you got to be on Power Rangers, you still had to pay for your own damn flight, the hotel for the eight months. Jesus Christ. And have to find your way to set. Wow. Well, at least hopefully the love of the fandom will make up for that in some small part. I'm just hoping Hasbro next year just Shreb announces a union, like they just make the show unionize. We call it the Ranger Union. The Ra- yeah. 
<laughs> Maybe that's why Riley's actor from Dino Charge mentioned. He's like, like he he when he was drunk, he mentioned that Power Rangers was the the biggest mistake that he's ever done. Hmm. Jesus. Anyways, Beetleborgs. Beetleborgs. So yeah, Joe's actor changed, and I. I don't yeah, like I'm, it. No, I'm going to say I actually like her more than the actual original Joe. Nope, don't no, like her. No. no, I do. She's cuter. Here's the thing. She's more, she can Once, act a bit better. I disagree strongly yeah. in this episode. But I will say that around the time Metallic starts, she's sort of gotten into her groove and you get used to her then. Yeah, so, so, but until then, it's very jarring. Yeah, it's, uh, and it very much was when I watched the show. I just love the life. excuses. Oh, she has a magic spell on her that makes her look different, it's, but everyone else can see her as who she is. So Wolfgang, the werewolf in the house, grabs Faz, Flapper's Phasm Handbook, which is just lying the fuck around, and starts casting spells at random and zaps Joe with a transformation spell that changes her into her new actress. And then Flower comes up with this bullshit spell that everyone else will see her as she is supposed to look as played by Shannon Chandler, but only us and the audience, wink wink, will see her in her new form. It's so contrived and... Yeah, that is very contrived. It's like, wait, how how does that make sense? And the the way they pad this episode is this first time he uses the spell, it's only temporary. So we have to look, Flabber has to look for a different version of the spell that lasts uh, exactly a season and a half. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it, it never gets undone. Never. And never. it's never brought up again, not through the rest of the season, not through Metallics, not ever. They just forget about it, and this is Joe now. And you know what the icing on that bullshit cake is? What? Every time she borgs, it's the old footage with Shannon Chandler in it. Yeah. Even at the finale of the first season. <laughs> they couldn't even be asked to replace the footage. Because we're dumb kids and we'll never notice. Like it's me. only on screen for half a second. Exactly. Well, hang on. I got the perfect clip for this. Uh, just keep talking. Um, I love that the first thing Wolfgang does with the book is cut, use a spell that effectively flex tapes the monster's faces shut, what? and then uh, they, she changes Fangula's cape into like purple and green, like Joker colors, and it actually looks it cool. Looked, it looked gold to me, but it might just be because it's old footage. Yeah, I think it was like green and purple. And it's funny, but because like it, it looks awesome, but then the next time you see him, it's back to normal. Yeah, I'm like, but I like that one. It's like, it's like seeing just Wolfie just be like, like rrr, rrr, rrr. <laughs> cue killer performance from the new Joe as soon as she's transformed. Cause like My she, family! Oh my friends! She has a bigger reaction to her friends seeing her new form than her own family. You mean your brother and And Roland? Oh, Roland. Okay. You have no other friends. Alright. Maybe Heather. Alright, I got Maybe. You. I got the clip. As much as I don't want to play it, the Nostalgia Critic uh, review of Team, Team Minty Out of the Shadows. Just... Black Nerd is holding some information for us, and the only way he'll spill it is if somebody dresses up in a Harley Quinn uniform. Accommodate us. No. But Michael Bay said you would. No. First season Harley Quinn? Okay, I'm not Megan <laughs> Fox. You can't just easily replace me if I don't do what you want. No? Of course not! <laughs> Which of these baseball bats 
And, 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 then, and then legit, it says, this, this is, is Tamara now. Right now. <laughs> uh, the rest of the season. <laughs> For uh, the rest of the review, but still. <laughs> that's, that's great. Fucking hilarious. Because they wasted the bunch on Jack. So and then quietly escorted him off a cliff. Oh, no. So then we so then we get uh, we get introduced to a new magnivore called Hammerhands. Like his name Voiced is... by goddamn Jedi. Really? The guy who played Jedi in Digimon. Wow. Well, I am Hammerhands! Yeah, but his name... I am Amazon! Which I, I, which I will say, he's pretty cool looking for a monster. I mean he is in fact Hammerhands. That's what a hammer monster would look like. What's his weakness? Very strong nails! <laughs> What's his weakness? Hammerman. <laughs> like just start playing hammer the hammerman music. Hammerites. <laughs> hammerman, hammerway. I'll be here all week. That sounds like a, a fucking roid dude. <laughs> I love one of the notes is Trip and Van are fucking still here, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. like Trip and Van. Because when everyone else starts to leave the show, Trip and Van are still fucking around. Until they leave at the end of the season. And then we just see like a look like a look of like disappointment on Heather, like because she's like in the comic book shop and she just has like this like angry look on her face, I'm like, oh you miss Josh. Who's Josh? Instead she she decides to vent her fucking frustration over losing Josh by tricking Trip and Van into a fucking scavenger hunt in Hillhurst. Yeah. Or rather, Trip and Van are doing a scavenger hunt for some god-awful reason that no one gives a shit about. Uh, actually, no. And Heather convinces them to go to Hillhurst to no. hunt for stuff. No. If the White Blaster Beetleborg gets a ride watch, that explains Josh just leaving oh, the show. Oh, his timeline got erased? Yeah, his timeline got erased. <laughs> Beetleborg's is not a thing anymore. Rider Customs, make a White Blaster Beetleborg ride watch. <laughs> that explains everything. Here, I'll tell you how you do it. We're looking for a combination... Of the red Beetleborg and the blue. Only it's white! <laughs> Love it. God. That is, in fact, my favorite scene in the entire series. Uh, I love at one point when Joe's temporary spell wears off and some kid is like, Oh, who's that? Uh, it's my cousin, Sissy. Sissy? You should, you should call her Sissy. From now on. Sissy. <laughs> really, Drew? You couldn't have thought of any other female name! This is this is not Joe. This is... Uh, Jolene. Joe. Joanna. Eileen. Uh, Kate. Beetleborg. I mean, shit. <laughs> the Red the red Striker Beetleborg. Fuck! <laughs> Get it! Jackson, uh, wake up! Miley's hand on chance. This is my, co oh, no, this is my cousin, uh, Frankenbeans. Shit! Uh, uh, I'm off to the big game. Yeah, uh, 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 I'm playing quarter field. No, half field. No, I'm, I'm all the fields. This, this is my niece, uh, Peter Griffin. Uh, uh, P, Tear, Griffin. Yeah, Peter Griffin. Ah, oh. oh, crap. Ah, oh, crap. <laughs> Just a Griffin flies. But it was a great episode. So as uh, Trip and Van are hunting through the house, the Magnavore generals tie up their butler Dudley, and we get the shot of the three Magnavore generals sitting in a tree. Uh, C a p t u r i n g. Oh, yeah, they ordered they ordered fucking Beetleborg comics apparently. <laughs> I love Cell was watching with us, and he's like, "How the fuck did they get those suits up in that tree?" And I'm like. That is a good question! Oh, who? The, the Magnavore? Yeah, they were, like, up in the tree, and they had Dudley tied to it. I don't know. Pro well, it was probably, uh... 
Probably a trick shot. And, and, and popcorn I, again and, and stuff. And I wanted so bad for one. It would, my brain, because I grew up in the 90s, my first thought is the Magnivores torturing Dudley and asking him, Do you feel like a dragon? Dudley. Dudley, Dudley the dragon. Dudley. The adventures of Dudley the butler. We had the same idea. High five. Uh, yeah. Yeet! Don't ruin that show for me. I love Dudley the Dragon. So the, so did all of us. We all did. Mr. Crabtree, Sammy, and, and, the, and, the, and the Robins. So at one point, in, in the middle of a fight, the Blue Borg spawns like a new weapon, the Stinger Drill, which I believe he got at some earlier episode we didn't cover. But it just startled me. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about that shit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so they defeat Hammerhands... And he goes back into the comic that's in Zoom Comics that's being delivered by a delivery guy at that moment. And for some reason, the guy is so spooked that his, his, his pants drop. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> I'm wearing the fat cameraman's pants. Yeah, the fat delivery man's pants. <laughs> like, the last guy, from, the delivery guy from our last topic of episodes didn't bat an eye at a fucking paper mysteriously flying around. But this one sees a quick little CGI effect of a hammer flying by and just... Drops. Fucking dope! <laughs> just gone. Nope! Um, so, Flabber manages to recast the spell on Joe. No one will ever bring this up again! This is Joe now. Did it, did Hey, like I said, I love her. Yeah. Uh, uh, I like it. I like she, even when they transform into the Beetleborgs. She's a child lady. Like, oh, good. You still, you still look like a Beetleborg. Oh yeah, that's good. She's just like half of the height. But just oh hey, I can still Beetleborg or I can still Beetlebond. Thank still God, we don't have to fire you. I can too. still Borg. I can Borg twice. Is high. <laughs> Take a look. It's in a binder. Beetleborgs. Beetleborgs. Take a look. It's in a comic book. <laughs> I can fight anything. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> Take a oh, game. No, Blaze solved it. Reading Rainborg. Over yonder, it's Beetle Bonder. <laughs> Holy Rainborg. shit! Autumn Godzilla. Oh, wait, it's like Godzilla Earth, but like yeah. with Autumn yeah. Leaves. That's awesome. I'm, I'm, saving that. I'm waiting for Godzilla. Bring, the, bring that up in Ultra. Oh, fucking Ultra Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Johnny Caster. My brother's in the, in the door. Just, just Johnny's just watching us. Like, like we're just making all these like shoutings. Making all these shoutings. Yeet! <laughs> Do not. And Johnny Caster's gone. So the episode, the, the monsters over the course of the episode have been trying to decide who's the scariest because we waited until episode thirty nine to bring. Oh, okay, up. that little side plot was fucking adorable. Yeah, they actually, I loved it. And they end the episode with the scariest house, scariest in the house, fucking award nominees. It's like full, like I love it. Like at one point, Frankenbee's like scariest and just like flowers. He's like, get a seven point five out of ten. That's generous. I would have given it a lower score. Aww. <laughs> no, but I love, I love Fangland just because like he like outstretches his face. He's just like genuinely creepy. Yeah, it was really scary. But yeah, at the end, I, like, even though it's been fucking twenty years since I've watched this show, 
I predicted immediately that Flabber was going to open the, the the winner envelope and it would be him. Oh my god, that's And not only, not only was I correct, but he then proceeded to prove how much of, this, of the scariest in the house he was by turning into a fucking giant dragon! I'm can like, oh my god, we found Pyre, the can, dragon of dare! Can, can you sing like a flabber? <laughs> Dance like a flabber. <laughs> can you swing it like a flabber? Sing it! Flabber! Flabber the phasm! Yeah, <laughs> what the fuck, guys? And I'm just like, oh god, Eldritch Horrors, kill it! Kill it with fire. And then he talks in his normal voice while he's the fucking dragon from Mortal Kombat Annihilation here. Sitting in the fucking parlor. Or log foyer. And then... So, that, so that's 39. Yeah, and then the show comes to a kind of an end-ish. It was their first season ending. Well, if if Metallics didn't happen, chances are this probably would have been the end. Which is weird, because it's kind of a cliffhanger ending. Well, if they didn't have Nucus, because... Yeah. Okay, okay. if Kabuto, if Beetleborg's Kabuto didn't happen... B-Fighter. Yeah, yeah B-Fighter, Kabuto didn't happen... They wouldn't have had Nukas. Then they wouldn't have Nukas. And, and I gotta... Okay, let's talk about Nukas. Yeah. Best villain, like, in the franchise, by far, without challenge. <laughs> this is Nukas, overlord of the second dimension. He is badass. I have a Triceratops helmet. He's pretty cool. I like I like when he's in his battle form and he has, like, the mask over Oh, his yeah, that's, that's cool. That's fucking cool. <laughs> that's how you know they're using stock footage. Well... No, he has there, the there was no stock footage of Nukas in this episode. No, I know. Because, that, that was impressive. Because he didn't do really do any fighting. Well, because, number one, he didn't show up in in just regular B-Fighter. Yeah. Yeah. He was... That's really interesting, though, because, like, Beetleborgs was borrowing footage from a sequel that they weren't sure they were making. Yeah. And he created the Borg Slayer. <laughs> The combat fattest the kaiju I've ever fucking seen. The, the, the laziest kaiju. I've yeah, ever no, seen. really. I wouldn't call lazy. I think I like. I like what they did. <laughs> like I, I know we see a scene of him later, like with like the other monsters, like back at the base, or whatever, like that. But then, like, like before, like the Beetleborgs are fighting him in the middle of town, or whatever, like that. And then later, they like go back to fight him again. It's just like, hey guys, I'm still here. I've been waiting here all night. It's cold. Like, I, I can't move. It's cold at night, and there are wolves. Did a roar. I'm Borg Slayer. I like it. Did a roar. And that'd be daddy. <laughs> it might, in fact, be the widest monster suit I've ever fucking seen. I gotta show you something later, guys. But I actually really like Borg Slayer. It's a pretty neat design. Borg Slayer, my only problem is I like the concept of, oh, we fused every Magnavore into one monster. I just like he did like a one swipe like at them and then they roll back. Oh, he's strong! I'm like, just swiped at you. And he just went, yeah! Yeah! <laughs> But the, the idea is, he was created from the swirling energies of all of the previous comic book monsters, because that was part of Nucus's plan. Just, but it's awesome. Like the Magnavores, like go to Art Fortune's like fucking studio to like they get... raid his studio for monster material. Yeah, and they're like, like they're like, oh, you only have like the same boring shit. You gotta have something new. And so like we find out later that Nucus is like a creation of Art Fortune's brother. Less, less fortunes. fortunes. Less fortunes. Or, his evil brother. Lester fortunes, but yeah. less fortunes. Whereas art is Arthur. Uh, less is less. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, and why he has a drawing of his brother's creation? He had it locked away so it couldn't be used for evil. Ooh. Good job on that. Now, oh, I, I do like how this episode did acknowledge that 
they've been that uh they've been fighting the magnivores for a year. Yeah, like Joe they're walking up to Hillhurst and like, I wonder if Flavor remembers it's our anniversary. Yeah. Yes, I'm sure he's waiting with a cake. <laughs> Do you think Peach will have a cake? <laughs> yeah. Peach. Peach. Um, oh yeah, like, they, they, they start, like, uh, the monsters or whatever playing hockey and stuff like that's really adorable, because, like, yeah, they fucking... The episode yeah, opens. They, they open with, like, them on, like, the Ghost Galleon from Turbo. I think like, it might actually be the set of the Ghost Galleon. It looks pretty similar. So Flabber was, like, dressed up as a fucking Captain Flabber, and it was fucking great, because he has, like, a hook hand, and he has, like, the... The, 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 the scruff on his face. And an eye patch. So, like... And then we actually hear Wolfie, like, speak. I'm like, okay, Scoob, calm like, down there. Good knees? Cute knees. Cute knees? No, he said mutiny. Would you mutiny for a Scooby snack? No, so, okay, so, okay, so, yeah. sorry. Um, Borg Slayer reminded me of Blue Glover from uh, the Master Vile three-parter in Mighty Morphin. I don't see it. Okay, well, okay, hang on, let me find a better picture of him. Uh, well, when he absorbed all the other powers. Yeah, I still don't no, see it. No. So was the Borg Slayer like an original creation? Nope. It, oh. it was in... In B-Fighter? It was in B-Fighter. Okay. I figured... It, because of the other Metal Gear. This show doesn't look up. like it has the budget to create uh, original suits. Like, like Blue Swat, uh, Jespion, and some other... Be some other, some other fuckface. Yeah, some other Metal Hero teamed up. For the final episode. Some other metal asshole. When we, we talk about Metallics, we need to fucking talk about at least one episode with the, the Dragonborg. Oh, yeah. Fucking well, the, the, the pretty, Sean Connery the, the, Sean Connery speaking motherfucker well, alone. Freaking, you know the actual Borgs have to be their own, like, two weeks. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, during this whole fucking Ghost Galleon dream that Wolfgang is having after being conked in the head with a puck, not only are they on the Ghost Galleon, but Frankenbean scares... Or Flabber scares Frankenbeans off the boat the same way Tommy did to one of the putrepods. I don't know why, but it was reminding me of just the clip from Monster Rancher where just Golem gets thrown off the ship and you just, <laughs> see, like, you just see like his face just tearing up because he's so afraid of falling in the water. Well, I mean, a rock monster is going to be afraid of water. He's, was, it's like falling in lava for him. It was so heartbreaking, though. I felt right? so bad for right? him. I'm like, oh, Golem. Why, why are rocks afraid of water? Because Cause they're very dry. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I actually don't blame, know why. Blame Pokemon. Yeah. I blame Pokemon. It, does, it doesn't feel nice. So, the Magnavores pick up the drawing of Nucus and spawn him into reality, and they decide that he is smart and intelligent and a great tactician, because I said so. And well, it, is he and, better than Shadow? And it, com yeah, it comes true. And he is so smart and tactical, in fact, that the first thing he does after coming into reality is destroying the paper he came from so he can't be sent back. Holy shit, that is actually smart. Yep. And, like, he over, like you can tell he's fucking just, like, pretending to just, like, bow to fucking yeah. Vector's will or whatever. Vexor. Vexor, whatever. Vector. The sure. cereal? Yes. From Team Chaotic? No, the, the Sega game. <laughs> Vector the crocodile? Oh. Did you fire the computer room? <laughs> <laughs> hey, where'd the big bad beat up? No, that's just typhus. <laughs> 
And then there's actually, there's actually a clip where freaking Nukas actually calls the the big bad Beetle Boy. Like he says it so. He said it. He says it so sarcastically, and I'm he like, said it. We I'm like, so I'm like, is that how you're supposed to like? Think of the name, like when you so think of Big Bad Beetleborg, it's just like, oh, it's the Big Bad Beetleborg. Like, like the villagers are supposed to be scared of them. <laughs> Who's afraid of the Big Bad Beetleborgs? The Big Bad Bunny. So, <laughs> like. A wolf. Big Bad Wolf. So, like, our, our fortunes is, like, being an asshole and just, like, keeping Nukas's, like, reveal to himself and not telling them oh. until, like, the last fucking second. Wait, like, who the, who the fuck? It's probably Nukas. What's that? Uh... That's the thing. I don't get why he's ashamed of him and why he's trying to keep him a secret if he was drawn by less fortunes. He should have been like, yeah, he's like this really bad character that my asshole brother drew. Yeah. Wait, you have a brother? Yeah, less fortunes. No, it's and like, like, a they, Dr. They, Light they and Dr. Even, like, Roland, Roland kept telling them when they see the Borg Slayer, it's like, oh no, you've never seen many of the comics. And then, then they still go to see Art Fortunes and be like, hey, how do we defeat the Borg Slayer? I've never drawn. Fucking, I, I never, don't know. I never drew the Borg Slayers. The, the weird thing about that is the way he responds to them, it almost like he knew who Borg Slayer was, but there's no way he could have known. Yeah. yeah how would be. Meanwhile, he's been busy getting made into a fucking feast for the monsters because no one's around to protect him. How would we beat Borg Slayer? Oh, fucking gravity! I never drew Borg Slayer. I don't think back I, I to the, gravity and shit. Think back to all the other Magnavores you defeated and just defeat them that way. Also, I don't know about you guys, but is it me or does Art Fortunes look a lot fatter? Yeah, probably. He looks a lot fatter. He's probably been eating well since he has comic stories for days, thanks to the Shadow Borg arc. Yep. Oh, he, and no, that's where Josh went. Josh went to law school to sue Art Fortunes' ass. <laughs> Of suing your ass. How? You don't have any physical proof. Fuck! <laughs> Ten years wasted. So, the B-plot of the episode is Flabber has been trapped in the organ again by the mutineering monsters because Wolfie just... Because Wolfie's an asshole. ...banged the piano until they found the right notes. It'll take forever for you to find those so notes. So, somehow, the kids get set up a laptop with a device... That has little fingers that press all of the 122 keys on the organ in sequence in order to find the pattern again. And let me just say that Joe is a fucking genius somehow because she looks at the keyboard and immediately goes, Yep, there's 122 keys on there. And Flabber, with even quicker math, responds with how many combinations of three keys there could be. No, and I liked when like we math. see. I like when we Over see. I like when we see Flabber like go into the organ. We actually see like an, they make it like a really cool effect of him like falling into the organ. So I thought that was. And really that's nice. after another effect that looks like he got swallowed by cell. Yeah, that was that was a really nice touch. So I like that. But yeah, and then Frank and Beans like they all like gather together to have dinner to celebrate that they're free from flavors. Fucking yeah. oh yeah, endless. we're back to the way things were, even though it doesn't matter. Yeah, like oh, well, it's I, it's because Flavor kept them in check. I also love that like when Art Fortunes runs in, he's like exa like exhausted because he was running from the Magnivores. He just it's almost like Stan Potterlick from Space Jam because he just runs in the monsters, the monsters. <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing? He's fixing it. They've stolen the talent from all of the comic book artists. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Where'd you get that brownie? But yeah, so Nukas' plan is spawn a comic book army again. 
pretty umpteenth time. And the actual general, the Magnavore generals brought up the fact that they've tried that already and got their asses kicked. Which? And Vexor's response is, mm, do it! Do it! Yeah, this. I love my new son! Which, I, I'm sorry, I just, at this point, I was kind of glad Vexor was gone. Because right. If you, if you watch all 53 episodes, you notice Vexor doesn't do anything. No, he just grows big one time as like a giant head. He's like, ah, I'm evil, don't fuck with me. And that was fucking scary. And that was way. it. That was straight up it. Yeah, he just made evil fucking puns in every single I guess thing you, he said. I guess you could say Vexor was pretty vexing. <sighs> Didn't it? Uh, okay, your puns are starting to get old. <laughs> just like this show. Um, uh, And so, yeah, so then... Nucus goes to Van and Trip who are leaving to go to the. No, that's at the, that's at the end of the next episode. Oh, okay. But as they create Borg Slayer, Nucus drops a line that I don't think anyone realized how terrible of a thing to say as it was. As Borg Slayer is created, he calls Borg Slayer the final solution. Borg Slayer. Do you guys know what the term "final solution" refers to? No. The fucking Holocaust! Oh, shit! The final solution was the term given to Hitler's eradication of the Jews. Oh. The Borg Slayer? Is this show's analogy to the Holocaust? Well, I think they meant the final solution for defeating the Beetleborgs. Oh, I know what they intended, but intention is half the battle here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hear him say that, and I'm just like, Oh, no! Why did you say that? Oh, man. I mean, like, I'm not personally offended by it, but I think some people might be. Maybe. I just thought it was fucking funny. Alright, so yeah, Borg Slayer. Episode 53 starts, they try to fire on it, and every time they fire any sort of attack... Head on at Borg Slayer. He absorbs it and sends it right back at you. So he's Kirby. Yep. Kirby, Kirby, Kirby. Sam the Dead. Kirby, Kirby, Kirby. So it's okay. I don't know. I don't know, Kirby. <laughs> Kirby, 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 Kirby's the one. Right. It goes right back at ya. It goes right back at ya. Give it all that you can go. Got Take your baby, baby shot. shot. Kirby, Kirby, Kirby's the one. <laughs> Sorry, I just, like final episode I just like that season. song. Thanks. Fuck. <laughs> no more Beetleborgs. No more Beetleborgs. And thus Nugus unfolds the next step of his plan. So we're going to bomb Hillhurst with the jet fighters, and when their Beetle battle base comes up, we blow it the fuck up. Oh. And it works! Y yeah. There we goes... never thought of that! Oh! There goes Gargantus, the Beetle Battle Base, and the AVs. I like how they specify the Beetle Battle Base and the AVs separately, even though they're like kind of a package deal. Yeah, but it's like, oh shit, there goes our biggest artillery. They blew up the Zords! You bastards! Hmm? You're blowing up. And the worst part is Damn how fucking non-reactive the Borgs are to all of their shit being exploded. They're like, oh no, they got the Beetle Battle Base. Guess we'll have to use Gargantus. Oh they, no, they blew up Gargantus. They really don't emote well. They're, they're children. They don't emote. They scream. <gasps> they don't even scream well. Oh. That sounds way creepier than I meant. <laughs> 
it was a good way to write out like it was clearly the season's ending we gotta brush this shit off stage yeah you know unlike Megaforce where it's just power ups for days and you know what I noticed when they blew up the AVs in the base first then they go for Gargantus except if you pay attention to the shot where Gargantus is exploding you can see the AVs on it oops stock footage oops we didn't think that far shit so meanwhile, Tripp and Van decide to leave town because everyone else did and Borg Slayer is a genuine threat to the public. Yeah, everyone else decided to say, fuck this, left town. But of course, Nukas, executing the next part of his secret master plan, stops Tripp and Van before they leave town and For tells them. For some reason! No, no, be, no. Because, because he wanted Vexer out of the picture so he no, could no, be No, head. no, 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 but approach Trip and Van for some reason. Because if Nukas told them what to do, they wouldn't believe him. Hmm, I guess. So Nukas tells Trip and Van to go back and tell the Beetleborgs to triangulate their fire against Borg Slayer. Wow. Which is the way they defeat him. And thus, the Borg Slayer releases a giant swirling vortex of energy that sucks Vexor and the generals back into 2D reality, finally. That kind of... That, that was very I'm, anticlimactic. It was, absolutely. Oh, yeah. well, like, it was kind of, like, yay that they the, defeated Borg Slayer. Hooray! But, we, we, we beat the Magnivores. Awesome. But the, awesome. That's it? Yeah. But, it's, but, like, it's not like they got defeated or anything. They just got returned back to the comic, which they could easily return. I mean, back they only got out because of Flabber, so... No, you know what would have been a bit more interesting? Just, like, Nukas, like, opens up the comic book, sees them all in there, and Vexor's like, just, Nukas, get this out of here! And then he burns the comic. Yeah, it's like, with pleasure. Tosses that would have been awesome! Like, tosses the book up into the air, pulls his sword out, lasers come out of his sword, because it's a 90s show, shut up. That would have been awesome, but like, no, they just go back into a comics that sit in the graveyard and then they're never heard or seen or talked about again. Nope. Just like Josh. <laughs> Beetleborgs, where you show up and then never be seen again. Be relevant or else. <laughs> Ooh. Be re be re Remember, be yourself. Mm. Be yourself. Tell her the truth. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, the Beetleborgs go back to Hillhurst and celebrate the fact that they finally defeated the Magnavores. And then Flabber gives them this bullshit to be like, oh, you're gonna get back your power. It's just, there's no evil. You can't be good guys. Well, no. Uh, that's honestly a very good answer. Wasn't it a Ex wish, though? Except no, no. I disagree because the reason they have the powers is because of the wish that they got for freeing Flabber from the organ. So if they have to give back their powers, they should get another wish, I think. They well, not, because just, they freed him twice, actually. Well, basically, basically what Flabber said is, like, I understand what Flabber's coming from. Without evil, there shouldn't be no good. But why not? Because then they'll be corrupted with power, and then they'll just turn evil. Not necessarily. No, some people have been like that. Not no. everyone, though. That's pretty broad. Julius today. Caesar? Hmm? I believe we've heard of a little hero called Common Rider Zio. Yeah. Exactly. Hero turned bad. It's not everyone, though. Ev it's everyone. These are, like, good-natured kids. What? And that they're about to hit puberty. Are you sure about and, that? And then, and then Nukas shows up and... <laughs> Trip and Van like, come back, try and romance Heather, and he just henchins and just stabs them. I just wanted to... Oh, I just shit! Wanted to take a clip. <laughs> so then, like, Nukas shows up outside the house and the mansion over... 
And I just want to like dub in just like Beetleborgs, Beetleborgs, Beetleborgs. <laughs> yeah, that would have been funny. Nuka shows up and does what I like to refer as violently knocking on Hillhurst's door. <laughs> knock, knock, violently on Hillhurst's door. And, and he gives off this line that I thought was actually pretty awesome. He says to them that the best is yet to come. Ooh. Yeah, Metallics, I, bitch. Exactly. Yay. And I'm only three episodes into Metallics. And then the Porgs just turn to each other. I, I wanted so bad. Like, they said it earlier, but it was less poignant than it would have been now. One last go. And that's we get the last... Double whammy? You're on. The last Beetle Blast of the season. And it's still Shannon Chandler and the fucking comic words. <laughs> yep. And the, the Beetleborgs run out to fight Nugus. Art Fortune says that they're doomed. And bam! Season over. Oh, so man. that's it! I wonder how long they had to wait for Beetleborgs Metallics. One day. Yeah. Legit, no joke. Episode 53. And then, like, episode 53 aired. Next day. Season 1 of, like, se- like episode 1 of Metallics. Yeah. Yep. I was watching those when they aired. Because that was when Fox Kids released these episodes freaking five days a week. Oh, yeah. Fuck. So that was Borktober, everybody. It was cool. I enjoyed it. it was I, a don't, little, I don't I, hate Beetleborgs as much as I It, it was a little anticlimactic, but it was so good. I am glad that you now have an appreciation for one of my favorite childhood shows. I can. Wait, no. are you talking to me or him? Me. Him. Oh. Well, you too, because you, you watched it all. I watched scene. Like, I watched all of it. Except, I it. except for Metallic Saints. Blaze is saying in our chat we should have called it Octoborg. No, <laughs> no, it doesn't sound as good. That sounds like there's eight Borgs. But Borgtober, it's easier yeah. to roll off the tongues than Octoborg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Too many O's in there. There's only four Beetleborgs, though. Not eight. Beetleborg. Unless you read my, uh... Like, my, my reboot. Unless you read my fanfic. Yeah, unless you read my Boom Studios idea for a Beetleborgs <laughs> comic where all eight of them show up at the same time. Maybe next year we do Octoborg because there's more Beetleborgs. Actually, no, there's there's only seven then because there's four, four Astroborgs. Is there only four? Yeah. yeah Dragon, Lady, Fire, Lightning. Lightning figure collection. Make it happen. Hasbro, make it happen. But yep, this has been Cast Ranger, everybody. And guess Lane's just leaving. No. <laughs> so probably standing up. All right. So af- so since overall thoughts on Beetleborgs, it is cringe, campy, poorly acted, stupid, ridiculous, but I fucking love it. It's uh, it's it's very special. Uh, I'll say that. <laughs> This one goes into special class. No, but, like, it, it, there's something about it where I can appreciate it for what it is, but, like, it still doesn't help that it. it's it's fucking cringy. If you shut off your brain, it's a good time. Yeah, and, like, Sometimes. Flabber's cool, the monsters are a lot of fun, like... I honestly think Flabber and the monsters are the best part of the show most of the time. Yeah. Mm. Uh, my overall thought, I thought it was a really good show. Right? It, it reminded me a lot of 60s Batman. But that was just because of just how cartoony it was. And the fucking comic book sound effects. Yeah, that as well. <laughs> may, may, like, again, if this show was ever quote-unquote rebooted, maybe not. It'd be neat. I think it'd just, be badass just don't, just don't take it too seriously. Right? If anything, 
if if they ever want to bring back Beetleborgs, make it more camp, more cringe. Well, no, no, you don't want Thundercats there. <laughs> you don't want Thundercats go, or Thundercats roar, or whatever the fuck that yes. is. Thundercats go. go. No, no, um, make it. I would want to see it as like how it would like. What if Beetleborgs was taken as a proper Tokusatsu series? Like seriously, right? Yeah, like mm-hmm. like not serious and like DC type of style. Here's the question: Have it be a years later fucking show? No, no, yeah, no. Get everyone back. No one would come <laughs> I, back. Maybe, maybe just have the the kids as like side characters because now that they're adults, have the monsters be the Beetleborgs. What I was gonna say is, question: Answer. Would the new Beetleborgs be children again? Make them preteens. Teens. 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 Whatever it takes so they can act. No, no acting talent required. No, no, no. I, oh. You know what? I would just say preteens. You, you don't want to get too, too little kids. Don't want fucking Stranger Things this shit. Hey, don't talk ill about Stranger Things. No, I will talk ill about Stranger Things as much as I want. You will eat that cat poop. Hey, Zichi, take us out. Well, well what's oh. next time? Oh, yes. Chikai, Radio Sentai, Castor Ranger. Our feature topic for next week will be Lupin Ranger versus Patch Ranger's Girlfriend Army Special. Woo. Yay! Cool. Girl power! Cool. Alright. So, as always, the primary source of our hijinks is castranger.podbean.com. Check out our merch store at T Public. Check out our Discord server where you can listen live. Oh, and if you made it all this way listening for the first time, thank you for checking us out. We're Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. We are a Toronto-based gaggle of nerds and assholes who get together every week to talk about Kamen Rider and Super Sentai and other shows of that genre. Damn right. So I hope if you are listening for the first time that you have enjoyed what you like or enjoyed what you've heard, and we hope you stick around. So check out our Facebook group, facebook.com slash rscastranger. Tweet at us at Ixy Studios. And as always, we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Ciao.